You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. We are recording this in the middle of the fourth quarter of Game 2 of the Wolves-Grizzlies. This is Kyle Radkin, the 10,000 Layups, here with Julian Andrews. Julian, ew, not, not a good game. <laughs> no. 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 Well, and maybe maybe yeah. the Wolves maybe the Wolves win. They're down by 21 points right now, but I, I don't think so. Um, Julian, I mean, we, we don't have to make this podcast super long because we're going to have like three mm-hmm. or four podcasts a week, but like... Yep. I mean, we, we got done with game one and I think the one thing everybody thought of was like, okay, Steven Adams is guarding towns and he's getting his ass kicked. Like he just mm-hmm. can't keep up with towns and like towns, not like, isn't like a, you know, super fast guy or anything, but, um, yeah, you know, he's just able to play a little differently. And then in this game, we actually saw Steven Adams start out on towns, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then we saw, Brandon Clark on him. And then Xavier yep. Tillman, who did not play in game one, played a huge part in, in guarding towns too. So um, for me, I, I think like the, the adjustments from the Grizzlies and Taylor Jenkins was like the big thing early. That yeah. was pretty noticeable of like taking towns out. I mean, towns does his stupid shit again, where it's like, he kicks his foot out on that three pointer where like you saw it happen in real time and you knew no. exactly like what was going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought I think they did a really nice job of adjusting, you know, into game two. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the whole story, right? Like, well, it's one of the stories is how well they adjusted. And, you know, the Grizzlies had every single kind of motivational factor going for yeah. them tonight. You know, so so it's kind of like you always knew they were gonna they were not gonna come out and lay another egg. You know, they're a really good team. They're at home. Their backs are against the wall. Like you cannot go down 2-0 as a as a like 
like higher seed in a playoff matchup. So, I mean, honestly, like this never to me felt like the wolves were a game. The wolves were going to win. Yeah. Um, but you really wish they had been a little bit more competitive. I was kind of like, I don't know. They're like ant went on that, you know, the whole ant is, is awesome to her. And I don't, I hope that that doesn't stop because he is still awesome. Um, I mean, he's still, it was probably the best player. On the I mean, floor he's, for yeah, the he, tonight, he's, you he's, know, I mean, we're, we have eight minutes left and he's, he's at 20 points, six rebounds. Um, and he's seven for 16 from the field and four of 10 from the three point line. Yeah. So like, I mean, he had that rough stretch in the, in the second quarter, but it's yep. like you looked at that team and, and later in the, in the second half, we saw Chris Finch put in Jalen Noel, but like, yep. I think it was Nas Reed, Jordan McLaughlin, uh, Prince and Beverly on the floor with Edwards. Right. Like and it's like, the, that's just like a tough offense. Yeah. And like he, 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 I think he pulled up for like a, a three at the top of the key and it was like, that was a bad shot, but also it's like, what are you, what are the options here? Exactly. No, I, I completely agree. So basically I, I hope that the Wolves fans don't for, I know I don't think this will happen. I hope they don't become like less excited about Ant because of this yeah. game, because of like his, the rough stretch in there. But like, man, what we are seeing happening with D'Lo right now is not good. Um, so yeah, no. Yeah. And it, it's like after that big Clippers game, so like the big things I had on my list before the game were, I, I wrote down um, on this, giant uh notepad i was like here are the here are the keys to the game kyle's and it was kyle's <laughs> key to the game was cat versus adams like what 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 happens there we talked yeah. about that uh cat right now uh he's played 25 minutes 13 points eight rebounds one assist two blocks three for six from the field uh you know seven of his points came from the free throw line obviously not as bad um he's, he's at five f- f- fouls not as bad as that clippers game but like kind of reminiscent of those houston games um yeah. Like, and the thing is, like, if the Grizzlies do this continuously and they throw out these, like, other guys at towns, it's like, well, you got to figure that out if, yeah. if, if you're an all NBA player. Cat not being able to beat smaller defenders yeah. and deal with double teams is just like, this is now the playbook on towns. Like, this works. And until he figures out how to beat this, there's no incentive for teams to stop doing this because he's been, like, totally neutralized by everybody who's done this. And this has been the case for a really long time. Like, Cat is really good against anybody one-on-one. And so when teams have somebody who they think can go up with him one against him one-on-one, he often beats them, yeah. you know? So it's kind of this like weird counterintuitive thing where when you have a really good big man defender, cat actually plays better than when teams kind of have to try to scheme him. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, Oh, it's just like not, not good. Anyways, what's, what was Kyle's second key? Uh, the second key. So you mentioned it was D'Lo. Um, mm-hmm. and it was D does D'Lo have a bounce back game? The answer is no. Um, D'Lo stunk in game one, but this is after he had a really good Clippers yep. game. So it was kind of like whatever. And also D'Lo's averaged like 30 points per game this season and four games against the Grizzlies. Yeah. So I think going into the series, there was some optimism that he would get hot. And obviously we're only two games in, so anything can happen. Um, and he just committed a really bad foul on Brandon Clark. Um, but uh, Russell was, uh, or he's at 11 points, three for 11 from the field. He's a minus 24. Um, yeah. Him and Pat Beverly are both minus 24. Uh, so yeah, he did not bounce back. And that was like one of the things. It was like, you can afford to have Edwards or, or Towns have a bad game if D'Lo steps up. And yeah. the fact of the matter is like all three of them had not great games. Um, 
you know, and then, you know, we talked about it last week, you, you always need like that one other guy to step up. And like, we, I mean, we talked about it earlier. If it's like, if, if Beasley isn't hitting those like crazy three pointers, it's there's like finding that scoring drive for you on like the second unit is, is really, really hard. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know, like that's it. The thing is it, it doesn't become a problem until it becomes a problem, right? Like it's not obvious until the ball's not moving and guys aren't getting open looks. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really have a ton to add to that. It's just like not good. Yeah. No, it's, and the thing is like, again, it's one game. If you lose by 30 or you lose by one, like you're still going to, mm-hmm. it's the series one, one, you did what you needed to do in Memphis. Yes. Um, it is yeah, really important to keep that perspective. Like you winning one of two as the lower seed on the road, the player, like you, the, like it's one of the oldest kind of adages in the NBA. It's like, you just need to get one, you know, of yeah. these, of these road games. But, and so the wolves definitely, I think still, I mean, they have control over this series. Yeah. Like they have home court. You have home court. Yeah. You win your home games. Like you, you win the series. The cat thing's got to get figured out. Yeah. I mean, the, the cat thing, certainly, like, you have to figure out what to do with him. Um, you got to figure out a way to get, like, D'Lo some, some, what, I don't know if they're open looks. The thing with him, it's like, he doesn't want to take open looks. He just looks passive right now. Yeah. Like, he just looks checked out. I don't even really know how else to explain it. It's like, he kind of came, and he looked like that for a lot of, kind of, the last part of the season. And you kind of read stuff, too, you know. But then, also, he kind of came alive during the Clippers game for... A game, uh, but, yeah, we criticized him on our podcast, and we're like, I've heard rumblings that like people aren't happy with the way Delos handled himself in the second half of the season, and then of course, like the story's a non-story when he puts up thirty-one against right, the Clippers. Exactly. But like, I think it's still a real story. Like yeah. I've, you know, I, I've heard some things that like he's just like, you know, the why I, is that? I mean, this has like been the most positive stretch of basketball for the Wolves in like decades. Like why? You know, I, I don't know. And I, I don't want to be like, yeah, uh, you don't know. I, yeah, I don't want to speculate, but yeah. like, if I had to guess, I would say that it's a player that's used to being like the star and here he's clearly, mm-hmm. you could, you could tell me he's like the third or fourth most important player, yeah. depending on, um, what night. Um, yeah, my, my fourth thing was like who after jaw, because jaw had a really good yep. game one, you know, at least just statistically, um, and then it's like, okay, who's going to score uh, or who's going to play well after him? It's like, well, a lot of people. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., 15 points. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Bain, 16 points. Brandon Clark, 11 or 13. Zaire Williams, 11. Tyus Jones, 10 off the bench. So mm-hmm. uh, DeAnthony Melton was a plus 14 off the bench, or here he is right now as the game's going on. So um, it, it just seemed like you got a lot a lot of guys. And then, you know, also the team shot like seven for 25 in that, that first game from yeah. the three point line in this game, they're 11 for 30. And so. the wolves shot really well. And the, I mean, they, there's like, I feel like we're kind of delving into the details, but there's also just kind of this, I mean, and credit to the Grizzlies for playing good defense, but there is kind of an element of this game too, where it's just like the wolves didn't hit the freaking shots. Yeah. About 37% from the field as of now, you know, and we're like, we got like five minutes left in the fourth. 30% from three. Like th- this is just like, not really, this is not how you're going to win the game. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's like in some sense, like it is this chess match, you know, in, but in, in another sense, it's just like one team hit their shots. 
No, for sure. And I like, yeah, I, you know, I, I wonder, like, I think back to that, like Towns Edwards or uh, Towns Adams matchup. And mm-hmm. you almost wonder if you're Taylor Jenkins, like politically, if you're just like, okay, I, I have to run Adams out there for game one. Like he's been our starting center all year long. He's huge on the offensive boards. And then like, if it doesn't work, which I'm sure Jenkins is like, it probably won't. Then I can, I, I feel like we have enough time still like losing one game because of it won't kill me. Um, you know, and then you move them out and then, you know, go, okay, well, next round we're against the Warriors yeah. and, you know, and you need, there. yeah, you need Adams again. So, Adams um, is a professional too. Like, yeah, you, like he gets it. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there's as a competitor, he's like, I wish I was out there. This sucks. But like, yeah, I don't think he's going to like pout in the second when round. When you have matchups that are, yeah, that, that aren't you great. Play the matchups. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we'll see. I think like he's going into game three. We're recording this on a Tuesday night. Uh, game three is on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. at Target mm-hmm. Center. Um, and I think the game is on TNT. I'm actually not positive. Gotta I get off NBA TV. Yeah. Really which, really bad for the Wolves fans who have streaming services. It really was. Yeah, game's on, T, uh, T, on TNT, 6.30 p.m. Um, well, the good news is for Wolves fans, like it, the game sucked. So, um, if you yeah, didn't get to watch it, much. <laughs> um, I guess like steps or, or uh, keys to game three, I think they're kind of the same, same ones, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's, it's towns versus whoever the center is, um, like towns versus small ball. Um, and then it's D Can you heat up? And then I think it's like, and if you're the wolves, can you like stop? six guys from scoring 10 points and, and, you know, I don't like, yep. Th- I mean, the nice thing is like with this is you have Ja who is not a threat from the three point line at all. And yeah. I think of the last month he's been pretty horrible from the three point line. So, um, you know, you just wonder like what that, what that looks like if, you know, if you can stay off of him and, yep. and don't let him drive and kick out. And, um, I wonder how you change your defense to like, if you just sag back a little bit more. So, but yeah. Uh, the series, the, the, I mean, the fun thing is the series is getting chippy already, yeah. and we're like two games in, and like the first minute of the game, I think Pat Beverly got, got a technical on this one. Yeah, we kind of got bad Pat Bev tonight. I'm not going to say that it's like, it's like so far down on the list of the reasons that the walls, like so much didn't yeah. go right for the walls. I'm not going to blame Bev, but we did not really get like good Pat Bev tonight. No, um, no, not, re- not really. The thing is, he's like... He's such the guy, though. When you're, when you're up by ten, he's the guy you want out there. Or if you're, you know, down by five, when you're down by like ten or fifteen, it's hard to like because then he just keeps, out there. Yeah, he just yep. keeps bitching about little things. So, I, I mean, there were and and there were some really, really questionable calls. I think that went against the walls, and I think a part of that is probably because of his and Cat's attitudes. Like it can't be helping. We've talked no. about before. But... Yeah, it's for sure. It, it for sure doesn't help because, like. W- is a ref more likely to give Jaron Jackson Jr. a call when he works his ass off and doesn't really say anything? Or if you're Towns and you stick your leg out after you shoot a three? Exactly. And like you're right. clearly trying to draw that foul Literally on the three. About it. And then you bitch about it after. It's like, well, of course. Like nobody wants to deal with that. The one thing is, um, we talked about Nas Reed a lot. He actually played a lot better. He's, um, he looked good in this game. It, early on, I literally wrote here. I just said maybe it's not Nas Reed series, um, but maybe it is because if Towns is going to get in foul trouble, they're going to need him. Yeah. <laughs> and Nas Reed played a huge, huge part of that Clippers win. So um, yep. when 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 Towns uh, fouled out, so I mean Nas Nas, I think I don't know. I I think he kind of did played a huge role in keeping the game close, heading heading into halftime, and 
So I, I think he really could have a role as kind of the town's light. Yeah, especially as you said, if we're gonna get twenty eight minutes of towns every night, which it's gonna be a short series if that's if that's the case. But the the Grizzlies need to get. We're, there's five ten left in the game, and they're up by thirty. They need to get John Moran out of the game. Yeah, I don't get. I don't understand why he's still in. Um, we had no uh, court protests tonight. For whatever that's, that's why worth, they lost. It could be why. I gotta get out there, man. Yeah, get out there, Julian. Um, what should I protest? Well. There's the Glenn Taylor's chickens. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the big one right now, which I mean, I agree actually. Well, we'll just run it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have like too much to talk about. We should get our no. DraftKings read, read in, um, before we go, but, um, yeah, otherwise we'll be back on, um, I don't think we'll have both of us. Well, maybe we will. It's a six thirty game on Thursday. So, um, yeah. well, you'll, you'll at least have one of us giving a little brief recap at the end of Thursday's, um, game. And then on Saturday, 9 PM game at target center. So, so you're probably not going to um, be getting a Saturday at midnight podcast. You probably won't. If, and if it's coming for me, it's probably going to be after a few drinks. Um, or maybe we definitely want to have one or maybe we definitely have one and we'll see you know, how the game goes. <laughs> the thing is, I was so excited. Like I wrote all these notes out. I was going to be like super super prepared for a podcast, even if it's a close game, like these, like, I don't, I'm not going to break down X's and O's, but just, you know, talk observations. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, we used to do like those like good old days. Yeah. Yeah. Where we used to do like three observations <laughs> totally, from yeah, the games yeah, and those yeah, were yeah, like yeah. the best. Did those um, and, uh, yeah, I don't really have much. It's like, okay, well, those are my Cat observations. Dilo sucked. Uh, Chrissy's everybody played really well. Um, no, Taylor Jenkins bad, made it bad passing, Bet no, yeah. Yeah. Good passing by the Grizzlies. Good. Yeah. Grizzlies are good. Um, a lot of trust in each other. They do. They do. Um, John Morant, 23 points, 10 assists, nine rebounds. He finished tonight. Um, all right. Let's get our DraftKings rated and let's get out of here. The NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free. Bets instantly. You win no matter what. Down the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet five dollars on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um. All right, Julian. I think that's it. Uh. Go Wolves in game three. Oh, Jared Culver's in the game. What a pass. Jared Culver revenge game. Um, all right. That's it. That's all I had. Um, thank you, Julian, for uh, staying up. And uh, thank you, fans, for listening. We will talk to you in about 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs>